Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Why the decision to relieve Ken Dorsey from his offensive coordinator duties? Yeah, I'll, I'll start, John, uh, by just, you know, thanking Ken and, and his family for their investment on our team. And um, just felt like it was, it was time for change. Um, you know, we, we need to be a confident offensive football team and, and, and find consistent production. And, and that's really what it came down to. What do you feel you need to see from that unit moving forward under Joe? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, just more than anything, like I just said, is come out with some with an energy about our offense and, and what we're doing, and and, uh, and 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 move the football and score points. I mean, that's really uh, the offense's job at the end of the day. This move is going to come, you know, on a short week here, going Monday into Sunday. When you had two longer weeks, where you know it might have been a little more convenient to make a move like this and make a change, is that an indication of the urgency that? What's required that this move had to happen right now? Well, I know it's, listen, there's, there's never a good time to do it. Right. In particular on a short week, it just felt like, um, you know, this was the right time and, and uh, you know, always want to try and do what's best for the team. And I felt like this was needed right now. And as we go into that, into that locker room on Sunday to, to play the jets across the street here at home, that um, this is the move that was needed. And, uh, and that's why I did it. This is a, a move that I don't think you've been a part of in your career in terms of being on a team where a coordinator change was made midseason. What is your anticipation of of the impact, whether it be in the locker room or, you know, with the coaching meetings or or how this is going to be received organizationally wide? Uh, with with the locker room, you're saying, or the players or the coaches? Lock, or... Locker room players primarily, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, – it's, un, it's an unfortunate part of our business, right? Um, it's a results-driven business, and sometimes changes are made. And, um, you know, in particular, when they happen during the course of the season, um, you know, you've got to turn the page rather quickly, unfortunately, and, and move on and get yourself ready to go for, for this week. You talk about confidence and energy. What sapped this offense of its confidence and energy, do you think? Well, I mean, I th- listen, I mean, I think it's just when you're when you're not producing right that over the course of time, that's that's what where's where's confidence levels thin. And and, um, and I think that's really um, you know, the goal here is to, is to find that confidence again, either before or after you get some, you get some consistent production. And, um, I think through the better course of, of 10 games, um, that's really where we were. We were, we were, you know, inconsistent and because of that, not scoring enough points. So, um, you know, that's, that's the, uh, at this point, that's the goal. We've got to find that confidence. We've got to find that energy. We've got to find that, um, consistent level of production. How much do you feel that this move was necessary to not lose your locker room in the sense that the defense, you know, has been banged up and playing very well and, 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 and the offenses look frustrated? Well, I think more than anything, it's, it, it, it's, it's to make sure that we're trying to improve our, our football team in every area that we can. Um, and, uh, and that's my job as the head coach of this football team. So, um, you know, when you look at, again, like I said a few minutes ago, go, we're going in five days back in that locker room. And I think it's important that those guys feel, hey, something's changed, right? And, and there's and there's something new that we can that we can be excited about in terms of 
you know, an opportunity to improve really. And, and, um, and I think that's, that's a piece of it, but also, um, it just, like I said, just got to be, um, the right time right now to make the move and, um, and see if we can get some, get some energy about our offense right now. From a human kind of aspect of this whole thing, I would say a lot more people have been on Ken Dorsey's shoes than your shoes. What's it like to have to have that conversation, assuming that Ken Dorsey was doing all that he possibly could to succeed and working hard at his job. How, how tough is that? Yeah, Josh, I appreciate that. It is extremely tough. Um, and when, when um, a person, a coach like Ken has been working as hard as he's been working, um, you know, it makes it doubly tough to, 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 uh, to share that news. Um, Ken's a good person. His family are great people. And um, like I said, they were invested deeply in our organization, our team, and, and they've done great things. They helped, they've helped us accomplish a lot here. Um, so it made it doubly tough. And, and one just last thing for you. Um, so Joe Brady becomes the interim OC. Um, the, the, who takes over as the quarterback coach now? Yeah, we're so we're still working through that, as you as you'd imagine, you know, with the short week and game planning. And that's really what we're focused on right now. And then I'm sure the follow up questions are going to be who's going to go where, where's Joe going to call it from? And, and we'll work through that as the week unfolds. During the course of, you know, the last year and a half, obviously the last half season, you have now been preparing to go against opposing offenses. Did you feel like your offense became too predictable? You know what? I just, um, I just, like I said, I think overall the best thing to do right now is not get into kind of the, what the what the reasons were that led to this change, but just overall what we can do about it moving forward. And and that's really what I'm focused on right now. Is I just felt this was the right time. Um, certainly, you know, unfortunate situation, um, but overall trying to instill some some new energy in our offense, some new confidence, and new consistency in terms of the production uh, producing on a more consistent level. So. Whether it was predictable, not predictable, um, you know, I certainly have my opinions overall. I'll keep those in the house for now, if you don't mind. It feels like the natural progression was that if this move was going to be made, that Joe would get elevated into that interim role. But what has he done from your standpoint to kind of earn this opportunity? I know he's called plays in the past and he's had the job before, but from the time he's joined your team, what have you seen from him to kind of give him this opportunity? It comes with some experience, uh, to your point. You know, I think overall, um, you know, just his his day to day command of of uh, of his job uh, more than anything. And um, you know, it's like like anything else. Some of this is a projection, and um, also want to see what he can do in this in this role. And he has a close relationship with Josh, and as a quarterback coach, and and um, you know, we've talked we talked this afternoon, and really actually earlier this morning, and. Um, he's got some ideas, and and uh, we'll see where it goes from here. Hey, Sean, I was curious. You said now was the right time to do this on a short week. Obviously, that comes with difficulties. Why did you feel like this week right now, today, was the day to do this versus maybe last week when you might have had an extra day for game planning and adjustments and that sort of thing? Yeah, it's just, you know, overall, again, I wanted to, to look at um, where we were and, and uh, where we might be able to go. Um, moving forward. And I just didn't feel like last week was the right time and really was focused on winning the game as I am this week. And, um, you know, I want to give our players uh, the best chance to win. And I felt like this was, this was a decision that would, that would do that going into Sunday's game.
obviously you mentioned Joe's relationship with Josh. Josh had heavily endorsed Dorsey and, you know, had a lot of support for him. What have the conversations been like with Josh and making this change? And obviously, you know, mentioned getting that confidence back in the locker room, his confidence specifically with the turnovers as of late. What have those conversations kind of been like with Josh and making this change? Well, you know, Josh and I speak daily uh, and uh, this decision was made by me and me alone. Um, beyond that, it's, it's Josh's responsibility and job to, to come out and, um, help coach Brady for, you know, formulate the game plan and, and then come out and execute the game plan and take care of the football and, and lead our offense more than anything. Where do you see Josh, uh, like his mentality and, and kind of just his, where he is in his mental state right now? I know the words confident, um, has, has come up a lot, but with Josh specifically, um, where do you see he is right now, just just mentally? Yeah, I mean, probably not where we'd like him to be. Um, and that's that's natural based on some of the results that we've gotten this year, some of the results he's gotten, um, some of the turnovers in particular. And uh, But I'm confident that he'll find it. And, and I think, again, just some of the new energy around our offense, my hope is um, and my aim is that it'll, it'll create a little bit of confidence, clarity, and, and, and ability to anticipate it as opposed to, in some cases react. And, um, and I think that's what a part of playing the quarterback position is all about. How have you seen Josh's relationship with Joe kind of progress as Joe um, joined this organization? Um, as you know, Josh is an easy guy to get along with. And, and, uh, and so I didn't surprise me that the two of them, you know, formed a good relationship, much like um, uh, coach Dorsey did it with, with Josh as well. And, and so um I think that Joe and, and Josh have a good relationship, and now it's going to be taken to another level um, with Joe in a slightly different seat. So, um, But my hope is that connection that was newly formed over the last year and change uh, will serve them both well in this, in, this new, uh, in this new challenge. Fans, media people, they generally look at you know coaching a lot of times, the big picture scheme, play calling, things like that. But the details, you're always very prideful of the details and the fundamentals and being buttoned up. And that's gotten away from your team a little bit here offensively, the fumbles, the interceptions. How much of that goes into thinking about the overall decision? How much of that is coaching, those little details on a day-to-day basis of being buttoned up and maybe leads to something like this? Well, I think to your point, South scheme is one thing, right? But the, but sometimes it's in the margins, right, too. And so yeah. you got to look at both when you're looking at the, the broader picture of everything and, and fundamentals, technique, um, overall energy, as I said, of, of, the, of the offense in this case, um, you know, a certain level, a certain DNA of the offense and, and mindset. And, and, and so I, I think that's important, right? And because running plays is one thing, but how you run them is another and, and the pride that you take in, in doing things the right way. And so um, it's never just one thing, um, but you've you got to evaluate the, the, total, the total package here. And uh, one question on yesterday's game. I don't think you were asked this after the game, so I apologize if you were. You elected to take the ball first on the opening coin toss. Um, what went into that decision uh, to do that and kind of a departure from what you normally do? Yeah, I just wanted to find ways to jumpstart things and uh, and to show to show the offense that I was confident in them and uh, wanted to see us come out and move the football. And unfortunately, we fumbled the ball around the first play. So, um, you know, that's, it didn't go the way I wanted it to, but I was hoping to find a way to, to spark some things there. Yeah, hey, Sean. On the broadcast, we saw you getting after Josh a little bit after one of his interceptions. I believe it was the one just before the half. Do you feel there's any need for him to be coached a little bit harder moving forward than he has been throughout the season? 
Well, uh, you know, it's always with every, with every player, you're always trying to be um, the best coach you can be for that player. Right. And, and, and teach them um, in the way that they respond best. And so sometimes in this case for Josh, it's going to be tough love. And, and uh, I believe in the truth. I believe in honesty. And so um, I had seen enough yesterday of turning the ball over. And so, so he was going to hear it. So um, I think that, that uh, at the end of the day, I, we don't, I don't believe in, in uh, jading the truth uh, because I don't think you grow from it. Even though those conversations are hard once in a while, um, they got to take place. Obviously you're involved in all three phases, right? You know, you're, you're, you're controlling to a certain degree what the offense does. How do you balance your own accountability when you're making a decision like this in your role in the offense and maybe even pitching it forward a little bit, what you might've learned this season that you're going to apply to now this new relationship with Joe and his new role. Right. Listen, I'm the head coach of the football team. So, um, you know, I always start with myself first. Um, I think that's the right way to do things as a leader and, and um, I try and do that um, so uh, we can all be better, starting with me. And, um, you know, just overall, I try and give my coordinators room to to put their signature on each phase. Right. Uh, special teams offensively in this case and give them enough room to do their jobs but along with their staff. I believe in that. Um, and so, um, you know, I feel like, again, a, time, a, a change was needed and, and I'm excited about. Uh, what could become moving forward. Uh, it is a short week, but again, in fairness to the players, I felt like this was the right time. And um, I just looking for just an overall energy about our offense and confidence. And in terms of the, you know, the locker room, could you kind of assess the status or state of the culture inside the building? You know, so much has been made, you know, nationally about maybe the room, there being a problem in the locker room, you know, Pat McAfee, who has a bunch of your players on his show, was even talking about that there potentially being a problem in the locker room. Do you sense that's the case? I'm not aware of, of what he was uh, referring to. Um, I can just tell you that we've got good guys in our locker room. And, um, you know, for years, these guys have hung together and, and we've won a lot of games. And um, at the end of the day, they're frustrated, right? And so, um, you know, it, it's my job as a coach um, to find ways to um, – inspire change. And that's, and that's what I did in this situation to um, get us to where we're trying to get to as a football team. Hey, Sean, um, you've mentioned a few times, just looking for more confidence out of the team. I was wondering outside of just like wins alone, where do you tangibly hope to see confidence or vice versa? Where have you not seen it lately across the offense? Well, I think, like I said, uh, you know, there's there's been times when we have moved the ball and scored points, but those times I believe um, have become few and far between, right? So, um, you know, I can point to the Miami game, which I felt very good about. Obviously, we, we scored on just about, if not out, you know, every drive there. But since that Miami game, and really um, before that, there were some times when I didn't feel like we were moving the ball well enough and, and scoring points. So. Um, it's just, it's the whole thing, right? It's the whole body of work. It's not just off of two games or four games. It's, it's the entire season at this point. And, and so, um, that's really, um, the way I evaluated the, the, uh, the entire season. So I guess just to clarify that is to you, confidence, is that mostly scoring points or are there intangible things that you're also sensing on the offense over that whole stretch of games? Yeah, both, both. Like, uh, when Sally asked me about, um, 
you know, some of the finer points, some of the details, some of the fundamentals, it's, it's in the margins. That's one piece. And then it's also, um, you look at the X's and O's, right. And, and so, um, just evaluate the whole thing. 10 games in, how tough has this been for you? You know, you know, having these dual roles as head coach in DC, you know, can it be overwhelming for you at times? No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good to go, man. Um, it's, I'm, I'm as frustrated as, as, uh, as anyone out there. And, um, you know, we're trying to win one game at a time right now. We got a chance to, to write the ship and I'm extremely proud of how, um, guys played at some, at some positions last night, like I mentioned, and, um, I thought the defense played really well, um, through the better, better part of the game. Um, but that, but there's also things that we can do better defensively as well. So, um, you know, we've got to, we've got to, get back to, to playing winning football on the offensive side of the ball and special teams in particular coming off the last game. Absolutely, man. You guys are at 500 for the first time in a long time. You guys have been battling, literally just been battling out there. So, Coach, how do you regain having a pulse on what this team should look like? I feel like I feel like I know what it should look like. I'm, you use the word regain. I think I know and I've always known what it should look like. Um, we've won a lot of games around here. Um, you know, um, so I'm I don't think I've ever lost that, to be honest with you. Sean, uh, when you need to make a decision like this, how much of it is on the collective, uh, meaning all the different parts involved with the team, um, that when you don't do your job or when we aren't successful as an organization, people lose their jobs? I'm not sure. Help me understand the, the question so I can answer it directly, Tim. How much of this is on the players that Ken Dorsey lost his job, or is this strictly Ken Dorsey's merit? Like I said, it's never just one piece, right? It's never one piece. So it's 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 um, like anything else. It, it starts um, um, in that regard, and and uh, but it's never it's never just one piece. It's it's a uh, just like anything. It's a shared commitment and a shared investment and, and a shared result. So that's really what it boils down to. What, uh, any, if any, consideration was made to doing to making a similar change with special teams? Uh, I'm not not uh, doing that. Um, confident in Coach Smiley, and and uh, we obviously didn't play well enough last night, and and uh, in the return game, um, in terms of their returns, uh, their kickoff returns, their punt returns, and then the situation at the end of the game. So uh, certainly not happy about that, and that's something that, that we take pride in in terms of our preparation, our detail. And like I mentioned, after the game, we practiced that um, this week, in fact. And, and um, something as, quote-unquote, simple as that, a substitution pattern um, that should be able to be executed right there. And is there any additional explanation you can give on that with the uh, extra man on the field uh, with through your debriefing uh, reviewing the situation, talking with uh, with Matt Smiley as to what happened there. Well, if you look before half, Tim, um, uh, it was somewhat of a similar situation where they were kicking a faster field goal, um, and and normally you stay with your defensive team out there. Your defensive, we call it defensive stay, and be, and you do that so that you're not having a fire drill type of situation unfold where you're trying to get so many on and so many off and. Now, at the end of the game, um, there's two schools of thought. Either you do the same and, and rush with your defensive unit or you try and get your block, your max your max rush uh, 
unit out there. And that's, that's what coach tried to do. And um, unfortunately a certain amount went in and, and not uh, the equivalent came out. And so we ended up with one, two men. And then just my last question, this is more, I guess, from a rule standpoint, because it seemed to be some confusion among fans out there. And I don't know the answer, but when a team rushes its field goal unit out there, do you have the chance or should the officials uh, delay the play to allow you to get your team out there just like you would a personnel substitution on defense? How does that work? Yeah. Well, I think it's both. I think, yeah, it's that everybody knows the situation. The clock's running and, and the rule is underneath two minute. They, they do not have to allow you to, you know, they don't have to stand over the ball basically if they sub. Um, so it's, um, it just rolls. You mentioned it's it's never one thing, and that you know some of the, your your reasons for this are, are going to stay private. But where would the offense's tendency to turn the ball over sort of rank in things that that tip this decision for you? Uh, you know, it's certainly up there, um, and it's uh, it, you can't win football games doing that. It's, it's losing football, and um, so. I think that's that's one of the the boulders, if you will, of um, just things that are non-negotiable and things you can't do and expect to win. Does it happen from time to time? Yeah, it happens to everyone, um, but it can't it can't happen as much as it's been happening because um, you're not going to give yourself a chance to win as a team. So it's it's a piece of it, um, you know, but it's it's uh, it's all part of a bigger picture. Hey, Coach, you guys are going up against the Jets here on Sunday afternoon. What makes them so tough on defense? Uh, you, I know you guys played them in the first week of the season, but why are they so tough to score on, and, and how important will that fast start on offense be, um, knowing that they're a team that can take the ball away and are hard to score against in the red zone? Yeah, they've got a tremendously talented football team, Maddie, and, and in particular on the defensive side. I mean, they've got – multiple number one picks, uh, high picks on that defensive front, Sauce Gardner as well. And and so uh, extremely talented defense that plays fast and physical. And then on defense for you guys, how how great was it to see, to see you guys take the ball away again? It was a, a couple games without that, but how important is that going to be uh, going forward, knowing that the offense, unfortunately, has had uh, uh, a few turnovers this season? Yeah, that was good to see. I mean, the guys were playing hard. They were playing fast and, and they were physical. And so when you, when you do that, um, sometimes that ball comes out. So um, glad to see us, uh, super excited to see us run to the football and, and really outwork people right there. And that's some of what I'm talking about with it's in the margins, right, in terms of your effort, uh, your tenacity, how physical you play. And it's not always just the X's and the O's. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.